Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. On Giddy Up, Facing the Breeze, with Anthony Butt and Jack Trainer. Time to talk some harness racing with two men that have done it all in the sport. Well, one has and one nearly has. I speak of Anthony Butt and Jack Trainer. Ants, hello to you. Yeah, good morning, boys. And hello to you, Jack Trainer. Yeah, morning, Gareth. Morning, Ants. I'm just fascinated. Why aren't the fields out for Menangle just yet? Usually they're out yeah. Mondays, aren't they? Yeah, they normally are. Gareth, I um, was scrolling through last night, refreshing the page, looking for them. But then I seen this morning that they didn't close till today. So I'm not sure what's going on there. But um, yeah, they'll be out tonight about six o'clock. All right, then. So we just had a chat to Grant Dixon at the top of the show today, or in the first hour anyway. And I think one of the greatest challenges for a trainer is to, um, and Mark Purden pointed out this a few times is that the, the greatest horse he put a bridle on was Lazarus. But it wasn't easy for him to sharpen him up for, for a miracle mile after having a campaign where he competed over the longer trips. Oh, we might have just lost dance there. Jack, it must be a great challenge for a trainer to get their horse because it's a completely different ball game at Menangle. Yeah, it is, Gareth. It's obviously challenging. And as you said, going from 2,600 one week to a mile the following week, it's awfully hard. But I think the good horses always seem to be able to pull themselves through. And uh, much like most of his rivals, they're all probably on the same sort of track. So uh, they'd be the odd horse that hasn't been racing over the distance. But as a rule, they've been pretty much racing against each other in all different distances throughout the season. Yeah, so it is, um, Anton, Jack says it shouldn't be a problem, but what do you make of the challenge for Leap to Fame to um, carry over his domination from the longer trips to the shorter trips? Yeah, it won't be easy for him, Gareth, but he is, he's a great horse and probably got the wood on most of him at the moment. But if he is vulnerable, it probably is over the Menangle Mile. You know, he lacks that little bit of really quick gate speed. And he said there'll be a couple there that'll be able to get out ahead of him, but... And saying that, um, you know, he's a great horse and, you know, we can see him driven off a sit in the past. He's deadly. So, yeah, it'll come down a you know, a bit of luck because, you know, as we've seen with Lazarus and that Miracle Mile when field motion won, you settle down last and they go really fast time. You just can't get into the race. So, um, but, uh, you know, I still think he's a benchmark and the one that all got to beat. Yeah, and so he goes to Newcastle in a few weeks' time. Um, and they've changed up the carnival because in recent times we've just had complete and utter domination in a way by the four-year-olds, and many say it's that advantage they get from that. They get an extra week over the open-class horses because they had to compete on the Saturday before the Miracle Mile. Now they've pushed the chariots of fire to that same same night, 
a week out where you have the qualifiers and those Group 1 races for the open class paces ahead of the, the Miracle Mile. Um, do you think they've got that right, Ants, and do you think it makes it a little bit fairer? It probably does, Gareth, because we have seen in the past where horses have come out and, you know, run brutal miles in that, those lead-up races, and then they probably haven't been quite as good the week after. And as you said, the four-year-olds have got a great record on the Miracle Mile the last few years. You know, even if they haven't won it, they've always been around about it. So it probably does even things up a bit and make it will make it tougher on the four-year-olds. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see uh, how it all plays out. Is it a big advantage, Jack, in your eyes, training at Menangle to have a, an extra week ahead of a Miracle Mile? Yeah, I, I think so, Gareth. I think it's it's a great thing to have. Um, obviously, if your horse happens to have a hard run, you've got a bit of extra time to re, to patch it back up and get it freshened up for the Miracle Mile. And if, if it doesn't, you've got enough time just to be able to... It's not long enough where you can't get enough work in them. So I think they've got it right this year and should make some good racing on that night. Yeah, it will be fascinating to see how it all unfolds. And that's why Grant Dixon, he, he can probably scare a few of his opposition away, but he'll go to Newcastle, and that means he'll get a two-week um, break instead of the week break, and that means he doesn't have to go to Menangle the next weekend, um, which is a big advantage for him, you would imagine. Well, he's got to win it first, Gareth, to get in. That's a, that's but, a good uh, point. Newcastle is a tricky track, and as Gekul Gullier, you know, it's... Um, the mile starting point's very tricky. It's right on the point into the back straight. And the ones sort of drawn down low, they seem to um, find it hard to muster, you know, that first sort of 50 to 100 metres. So, and then going into the first bend, it's, it's a tricky, tricky bend that, and um, especially going at high speed. So it's not an easy track, and um, he'll need a bit of luck around there. So he could just be too dominant. But, uh, you know, I don't think he's just going to turn up and win. Do you know any horses going to the Newcastle Mile, Jack, to take on Leap to Fame? No, I haven't heard any, Gareth. I know Jace, out of Jace's camp, he was keen to get hot and treacherous there. I think he's stepping out for the first time on Saturday. Um, he's had his eyes set on that, but it's just whether or not he's got quite enough money next to his name to get in the field. He's probably a little bit down on form from what he used to be, but he's one that I know has been getting set out of Grimmo's barn. Have you got a drive for the Miracle Mile? Has Grimo booked you for any of those horses? Because Cameron Hart can't drive all of them. And they tell me you've been going, he's put you on a strict campaign for this, this carnival. So you've been at the gym every second day. Every day, Gareth. Don't cut me every, short every day. Not every second day. But, um, every day. No, only, I wasn't looking too far ahead for the Miracle Mile carnival. I had my inquiry yesterday, which got adjourned again, which... Has just made me able to get through till the next lot, so I better start asking for some drives. I thought I was dead and buried there for a while. Yeah, so so um, so when will that case be heard? Jeez, it's been dragging out, Jack. Your lawyers must be loving you at the moment. Yeah, tell me about it, Gareth. Um, that was our fourth sitting yesterday, and we still haven't made a lot of progress. Um, it's not me getting adjourned either. Uh, so it's now scheduled for the 13th of February, I think, so... I don't know off the top of my head, but I think that probably does get me through to the carnival. But, yeah, things are looking good and things should be starting to get done properly and hopefully the right decisions, mate. So will you drive hot and treacherous? Because they backed hot and treacherous, which is now the – like, they, they were backing him like he would be winning a Hunter Cup. Um, um, how good is he? What are you hearing out of that camp? Yeah, well, he trialled well the other day. I think he's, you know, just getting – seems to be getting a bit better and better and – like he done a great job, Jack Butler in Queensland, putting some really good runs over the different carnivals. So uh, he's obviously got to prove it against the best horses here yet. But 
I know Jace is quite happy with him and it'll just depend what horses, other horses he qualifies, what other horses he has in the race. Obviously, Cam has first preference on that stable, so hopefully um, he's got a couple of double runners or can get a couple of into the big races and I might be able to secure a drive. I don't think we'll see Swayze for the Miracle Mile. So, hi, my name is Jeff. Frankie Ferocious is a four-year-old and then Hot and Treacherous. So, Ant, surely you could put your hand up as well, I would imagine. Well, I think I'm a fair way down the list, Gareth. But, uh, no, there's plenty of those young boys in Sydney. They, I haven't got the swagger or the uh, the good clothes that they have. So, that sort of no. seems to make a, di- make a difference when they're picking their drivers. What about Jack Callaghan? I heard him the other day trying to cut Mark Purden's lights and say he doesn't need to come. Yeah, um, to drive Don't Stop Dreaming Jack um, in a Chariots of Fire. Um, he was impressive. He just had, he just, it was a pretty easy drive in the end. He's got a terrific turn of foot, this this pacer. Yeah, he made the Prince look good, that horse, didn't he? He was, he was yes. teddying up a bit near the line. I haven't seen him lean back that far back in a while. I think he was showing off a bit there, but um, yeah, he was full of praise on him and he looked like he jogged that mile. He never removed the deafness and won oh, 50 he? first time at Menangle. Um, pretty well untouched, pretty scary effort. So he's definitely going to be a big contender in the chariots and you wouldn't be surprised if he shortened up and was a major player in the Miracle Mile. It's going to be interesting, Ants, with the Miracle Mile because when I have a look at the, the market with Bet365, Leap to Fame's a short price favourite, but he's got gate speed, but he's not blistering. Don't stop dreaming. We haven't seen him used out of the gate. We know that Hi, my, my name is Jeff can come out of the gate. Swayze won't be there. Frankie Ferocious is more of a sit sprinter. Catch a wave can come out, but we just don't know where he is at the moment. And Merlin's an interesting runner. How good's this pacer for Dean Shannon and the, the champ in um, Barry Purden? Yeah, I think he's really good, Gareth. He's, you know, probably up there with Don't Stop Dreaming, you know, on a par. And he's been uh, beautifully handled all his career. He's, he's won sort of most of the big races that he's been set for. So... No, I think he's a really big player and, you know, it's a little bit of a risk, you know, next week when they come over just have one shot at the heaps of the chariots. But being the first four, you know, uh, get qualified, he should be right. So, no, I think he's um, he's a big player. But I did read somewhere that he's no no good thing for the Miracle Mile, even if he does, you know, win the chariots okay. there. I think Barry was keen to get back for the race by Grins where he's already got a slot. So, yeah, yeah just be a bit wary about backing him for the Miracle Mile. He's representing SEN Track, Merlin, or SEN New Zealand, I should say, not Track. Um, so Dean Shannon um, is teamed up with us. So he's at $11 here, um, Merlin, with Bet365 for the Miracle Mile. So we'll have to keep a close eye on that. Hey, boys, don't go anywhere. I need to take a quick break. You go and have a cup of coffee, Ants and Jack, and we'll be back with plenty more straight after this. Welcome back to Getty Up, Gareth Hall with you on this beautiful day on a Tuesday. We're live at the Riverside Stables Complex in Sydney as day three is well and truly underway for the classic yearling sale. Um, but we're talking some harness racing with Jack Trainer and Anthony Butt on this uh, Tuesday morning. Hey, boys, um, if you had to have a drive in the Miracle Mile outside of Leap to Fame, who do you want to be driving? We'll start with you, Ants. Um, rock and roll do. Rock and roll do, so you're driving him, obviously. <clears throat> no comment. Okay. Because you tell you what, you might need to bring in some jets or something because he, I don't know, um, he just wasn't the same horse again on Saturday after his blistering trial ants. 
Yeah, you sort of got left park, Gareth, and it was a funny run race. They didn't go all that quick and got home pretty quick. And he actually worked away pretty good near the finish. He still run fifth, so um, it was his first up run for a fair while. So uh, the I think they'll take a fair bit of improvement out of that. So, yeah. I like it then, Ant. So no wonder he doesn't want to drive for Jason Grimson. He's with the great Michael Stanley. Um, we all know if you can get him back to his best that he'll be mighty hard to beat there, Jack Trainer, You scared of rock and roll do now? Uh, no comment. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, it has, to, it has to show a bit more than at Ron Race had any showed of late, I'd say. But um, if I had to pick one, I'd probably be trying to get on the Don't Stop Dream and just purely out of trying to cut Jack Callaghan out of a drive for once. Yes. Now, the big question I want to pose to you two, if you're Leap to Fame and Kevin and Kay Seymour, do you go the Nullarbor or the Race Ants? Uh, I heard this comment earlier in the day, Gareth, when you were talking to one of your guests, and no, I agree. I think Cambridge is way safer. And, uh, yeah, I said the least New Zealand drivers will treat them with a bit of respect. So, yeah. uh, no, I think I'll be going to Cambridge. Mm. Jack Callaghan's definitely going to WA. Jack, so with Spirit of St. Louis, which way would you go? Yeah, I think Jack Callaghan was going regardless if he had a horse or not, Gareth. But um, I think Cambridge probably tracks suits him probably a little bit better. But in saying that, I think the prize money's a bit more at um, in WA. Is that right? Or? I think so, just. Well, it depends what kind yeah. of deal that you Like, you know, well, Cam Hart pulled their pants down last year, so it can be done. But then when he went back, they gave him no favours. So, um, yeah, it's, it's an interesting time. Is there any? Is there a love story with Jack at the moment in WA? Can you reveal or can you confirm or deny those rumours there, Jack Trainer? It's not from. I'm just hearing on the grapevine, but you're close to him. Nah, that's a firm no comment. That one, Gareth. You can hear that from someone else. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you've gone soft in your day. Like usually, you would have all the goss for us. Hey, um, Ants, do you have like? Call me the breeze and just believe. Looks like we might see them on Saturday week, oh, that, which is great to see because we just want more after what we saw there on Great Southern Star Night. Yeah, it looks so. Like they're both going to be heading to that race at uh, Melton Gareth. So, no, they're really exciting again. And, you know, I, I don't think there's much between them and we'll come down to the draws and the luck and running, that kind of thing. So, I mean, hopefully we get the same sort of race we got last week where... You know, it's two great horses going to war. It was fantastic for the fans. Yeah. Um, and, Jack, well done to you last week as well because you did tip us a winner um, and uh, you just didn't win. $2.61 by 20 metres, Belonga. That daughter of rock and roll dance. So, well done. Thanks for that, Jack. No, good, Gareth. Any winners for us this week? Oh, it's a bit hard. They haven't got the field out yet, so I'm <laughs> scratching the head. <laughs> We'll have to skip this week and just end on a high, I think. Yeah, high point. Um, unfortunately, it was a low point. He just didn't, or she didn't look like she wanted to trot there the other day, Ants. No, he just didn't handle that last corner at Ballarat, hey, yeah. Gareth. But if you uh, were a wise man, you would have followed up on Friday night at Melton when he won at $9. So, uh, oh, did you miss no. that one? Yeah, I did, actually. Well, what was I doing Friday night? I was in bloody Sydney. Unbelievable. That makes you sick. <laughs> um, anyway, on that, have you got a winner for us? Uh, he's actually going round again at Tarang on Saturday night. It looks a pretty good race just on the nom, so just there wasn't many in it, so I hope the race gets off the ground. So if it does, I think it'd be hard to beat again on Saturday night at Tarang. 
All right, mate. Well, we wish you the best of luck with him. He's become the people's champ, really, when you're on. Um, thanks for that. Have a wonderful day, lads. Thanks, boys. Thanks, that is man. That is facing the breeze. Thanks to Garrett's Horse and Hound. Uh, stocking the largest range at the best prices. Visit horseandhound.com.au, of course. Garrett's Horse and Hound for all of your equine essentials. And Darren Garrett does a wonderful job with his team right across Australasia.